0: Five Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Five Minutes with Phil. All right, today we're going to jump right into the uh, early church, and that means the book of Acts is Acts Acts of the Apostles will be the best place for us to do that. Um, In our Bible study on Tuesdays, uh, which we do over Zoom, um, and if anyone's ever interested they want to jump in on that um send send me an email and we'll uh we'll get you hooked up with that but on the other hand what we get to in acts and this was just last night we finished chapter 4 and uh and then we got into just the beginning of chapter 5 and to me <laughs> it yeah this is you know sometimes what people do with the book of acts is they kind of i idolize the early church. And there's reasons for it. So the end of chapter 4, this is what it says. All the believers were united in heart and mind. They felt that what they owned was not their own. They shared everything they had. The apostles testified powerfully to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and God's great blessing was upon them all. There were no needy people among them, because those who owned land or houses would sell them. Bring the money to the apostles and give to those in need. So this whole phrase leads us to like, wow, like this church is amazing. Like to be able to consider what it means to have a church that says, we have this stuff, you know, we have land, we have money, we have possessions, and none of it we consider to be ours. And so if there is someone in need, this is what we're going to do. We're going to fill the gap. We're going to make sure that they don't aren't feeling like they ever are in need. And so what's it going to take? It means that these people were looking at their stuff and saying, yep, God's given it to us so that we can have a community that no one is ever in need. It is an idealized version of what we would long for. It's what I long for, to be able to have a community that no one's in need, to be able to live in a place where people are saying I'm good, like I have enough food, I have enough shelter, I have enough, and yes, this is where it gets to, you know, um, a very great picture. But can it last? And that's where you know, going from from chapter four, and we see this idealized version of the church and a great picture. I mean, things were happening. And it's like they, they loved each other. They wanted to make sure that nobody was ever in need. But then you just turn the page, and you go to chapter 5, and then you find Ananias and Sapphira, right? So Ananias and Sapphira, they had property, and they sold some property, and he, he brought part of the money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. So here's the, you know, like just a moment before, just in that, you know, a paragraph before, you're seeing, man, look at this, the church, their people are selling their property and and laying it down at the apostles' feet to use to be able to make sure that no need is in their community. But then what happens? There's all of a sudden a couple who's like, all right, well, you know, I guess we should try to be a part of this. We have property, we should sell it, and then make sure it goes. But they're like, man, but hmm, I don't really want to give that much. And so what do they do? Instead of just being outright truthful, they just hold it back. And they're like, well, we'll just not tell them. We'll just tell them that this is the full price. I mean, so, and and, and this is an important part to, to point out because some people can, you know, lob a lot of things on the church and, and rightfully so because sometimes the church has abused this. But Peter responds like Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit. You kept some of that money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not sell as you wished. And after selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? You weren't lying to us, but to God, right? So this is an important, important, important piece to be able to understand. Peter was not trying to tell Ananias, yeah, of course your stuff is our stuff. He wasn't saying like, yeah, you have like a an obligation to give this, he wasn't pressuring them. No one was pressuring them in this in, in this early church context. Now there has been pressure put on people in giving over the course of history. And, and I tell you that's not the way it should have been. But Peter's trying to defend here. He's like, you didn't even have to give us your money. You could have just said, yeah, we sold property and you know, we really needed the money to do whatever. Right just be upfront that's what peter's trying to say but by coming and doing this you know this is like an offering that you're giving to the work of god in the kingdom and what you're doing is now tainting the whole thing because you're coming in and you're trying to represent yourself as someone who's bringing this money with no hidden agenda but really you're like i don't really want to give all of it i don't i don't i don't want to be able to do that and He really just should have been up front. God cares about the heart, the heart of the issue. He doesn't care how much you're going to sacrifice. He doesn't care what it is. I mean, but he's saying it's a heart issue. And Ananias had a heart issue. So as much as we want to be able to lift up the early church, and we can in, in many different ways, but we also understand it has its limitations. It has its faults. It has its dysfunction, and we find it right here as we see Ananias and Sapphira. There, I mean, the story doesn't end well for them. And yet, what we do find through the early church is the is the great phrase, "And the Lord added to their numbers daily who were being saved." Right. So God's the one who who's doing the work of salvation. God's working even through an imperfect group of people like these apostles who we just got done looking at all their dysfunction, and now they're leaders. They are the leaders of the church, and they are out there reproducing disciples and, and sending people out just as Jesus sent them. And so it's a good opportunity to be able to say things even then weren't perfect, But God is faithful, and God was faithful to be able to continue to add numbers to them daily of those people who are being saved. And that's the good thing about God. He continues, even in our dysfunction, he continues to love us, and he continues to be faithful to his promises. All right, we're going to end there for today. Have a great day, everybody.